Welcome to ReCW, a weekly look into the world of extreme from episode one all the way to 401 and every special in between. And this week we are looking at another special is ECW Big Apple Blizzard Blast from February the 3rd, 1996. <laughs> Fuck me sideways. Um, uh, uh, oh, Big Apple Blizzard Blast. <laughs> oh, what a name. I didn't realise I just started... Um, Reading it, you got myself Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay and Griff. Say hello, Jay and Griff. Hi, hello. There's um, Griff and Jay. Griff doing his weird voice. Ready to talk about Big Apple Blue. What a name! The big, yeah, the... juicy apple in the blizzard I... blast. It sounds like a drink at a cinema. So, we talk about how we, we kind of romanticize about. ECW Big and, and remember it, you know, in this wonderful way. Yeah. And I remember loving the name of the ECW pay-per-views. And I know this isn't a pay-per-view, it's it's a super show, blah, blah, blah. But I remember loving the name of, of you know, Anarchy Rules and Cyber Slam. Guilty and Charged. Yeah, they're all so fucking metal. Yeah. And then there's the Big Apple Blizzard Blast. Yeah, like I said, it does sound like... A drink in cinema. Yeah. Think, oh, I, can I have a um, large Big Apple Blizzard Blast, please? Of course you can, mate. Do you want to double up on that? <laughs> do you want the red or the blue? Or do you it's want a mix? It's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what it is? <coughs> yeah. So, it's, yeah, that's, that's where we're at. February the 3rd, 1996. Going back in time. Um, How are we both, anyway, before we... Go on, make sure everyone's all right. Good, it's cold. I think we've got I think the UK's having its own little blizzard blast. It's getting a bit chilly, isn't it? Yeah. See what you did there. Amazing. Uh, yeah. about the, I have to, I have to like, knock on the guy's door downstairs and ask him to put the heating on. <laughs> Can't put my own heating on. Jesus. Exactly. Maybe dumb, but not stupid. Exactly. <laughs> What's going on with you, Jay? You got a bit of a cold going on there? Yeah, I got a bit of a cold. I'm, I'm going to try and remember to cover the mic as I cough. I like uh, it. I get you to do some sound bites. It sort of gives you a, um, bit of a bit of extra swagger to the voice. I am available for sound for voiceovers. Yeah, might have to make you do a voiceover of every episode you've been on. Bluetooth has the same ingredients as Viagra Whoa. and Syat. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> Don't get sponsored by anyone. You nearly did, but then they didn't get... Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> that's the thing. Turning um, the Tables, The Story of Extreme Championship Wrestling by John Lister. It's the unauthorised and uncensored Bible of this podcast. Anchor. Download the app today and start a podcast. Simply upload it and help you get on Stitcher and all other... Um, yeah. Joe Gertner's in the ring, everyone. Remember Joe Gertner? <coughs> Love Joe Gertner. Yeah, even though we don't technically know it's him yet, but it is him. It is him. He's in the um, ring. Griff, do you... Because you've kind of jumped around with ECW, um, do you <laughs> do you have much kind of knowledge of Joel Gertner? Of course I do. I'm not good. No, I've got no idea who the guy is. So you have not yet met the quintessential stud muffin. So have you met him? Like in real life or in in, in... in real life? Obviously. Yeah, I mean we. I met him at the Stud Muffin convention. <laughs> I must have missed that invite. He's both of them sitting in Burger King. 
<laughs> well, here we are again. Couple of stuff. So t- wow, t- wow, wow. <laughs> so is he the tuxedo wearing limousine riding commentator? Announcer? <laughs> he is uh, I, he is so much more. He is so much more. He ends up shooting out a whole condom filler that tastes like vanilla. I mean he is <laughs> He um he's he's I think I, I don't know how his jokes I don't know if they've dated because they're based on relevant things even though we didn't get the tapes I... until like two years after the events but yeah <laughs> yeah 2021 get ready for a joke <laughs> oh I'm Joel ring, bigger and better than the Titanic because only 400 women went down on the Titanic Gertner hey. um yeah so. Yeah, he's in the ring. Heyman comes steaming out, grabs a mic, starts show- shouting at him. <coughs> Every time you move your mic, it sounds like you're farting. I'm I'm just trying to cover my mic so I don't cough in it. Keeps going. There's a little bit I of spice. Apologize. It's all right, don't. Is it's he straight. farting? Is he coughing? Let's play the game. <laughs> oh, I love this. We're holding a new <laughs> podcast. Uh, Lemsip's amazing. Find out next week what answers one, two, and three were. This is the ring. Heyman comes out, starts having a gut Sam camera crew filling a program that I couldn't give a fuck about. Yeah. Or remember, and he's got excited. But I mean, and it happened. The show started. Alfonso's on his way to the ring. Me and Griff spoke about like these specials off air, and I think we sort of both agreed, like, because it's like segment, 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 you don't get that pay-per-view feel I know it's not pay-per-view but you don't get that rolling feel to it it kind of is hard it's a bit choppy it's a collection yeah. of decent matches rather than an event where it cuts backstage and it... do we ever get entrances with with um, ECW yeah we do get to the point where we will have entrances you have entrances you have video packages you have backstage interviews oh wow I guess we get there do we so like 99 you before have... it goes bust Jenna Jameson Jameson's. Oh, I used to own a DVD of her. So did we, but she was on an ECW DVD, so it's sort of different, I'm guessing. It was sort of different. Hey. Um, Bill Alfonso's on the way with the um, human suplex machine that is Taz with one Z versus the shark attack kid. So you got the shark attack kid at the bit capital blizzard blast. Um, the yeah, shark awesome attack Absolutely. kid. Absolutely. Fucking horrendous name for a wrestler. I know. I thought you'd at least have a fin on your back. Bella. <laughs> that would work. Give him a piggyback. Give him a piggyback to the ring. That'd be tremendous. <laughs> Let's get away with it. Um, oh, before... Do you know what he became later on? <laughs> Shock attack man. <laughs> I don't know. I was asking you. You knew. Oh, I thought you were going to do one of your awful jokes where you said he became the shark attack man instead of the kids. <laughs> no, I'm going to look now though. If he did become anything, the self-made rise and fall of dirt bike kid. That's not the same guy. I mean, his son went not... on to be a wrestler, didn't he? He's not shark boy, is he? No, it's his son. <sighs> See, I'm a joke. <laughs> and... Oh, shark attack kid! Someone made him on a game. How crazy! Why would I, you? I feel it was the shark attack kid who made. And there's the shark a DVD about his movie Meg. He was better known as Dirt. Oh, I was. I said he was better known as Dirt Bike Kid. Who? Oh, also, changed to a new gimmick. 
So Dirt Bike Kid actually debuts in ECW in about two weeks' time. So on the 17th of February, 1996, the Dirt Bike Kid makes his ECW debut. Shark Attack Kid made his ECW debut on the 2nd of February, which would have been the night before what we're watching with the Big Apple Blizz Blast. Um, Do you know who also made their ECW debut on the 2nd of February, 1996? Bigelow. Out. Interestingly, here they reckon that Bam Bam. Oh no! So this is their in in ring debut. So this was their wrestling debut, not their their first well, showing up. Here. I got a weird set of results, but this it was the similar thing that I went on. Was it Chris Jericho? It was Chris Jericho against Mr. Van Dam. I don't Do have who it was against, it. but yeah, Chris Chris Jericho debuted on the second of February. Juventud Guerrero, who we'll get to uh, the the Juice himself, uh, was on this show on the third. Bam Bam Bigelow's first in-ring match was the 23rd of February. Yeah, I don't want to say you spoiled the big... I can't really say anything spoiled. It's 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. You spoiled the end of this fucking match. We're getting to that bit then, <laughs> right? We've got to it. <laughs> right, so... He said who made the debut. Right, so Griff, you're Paul Heyman, Yeah. Yeah, shark shark attack kid bumps into you backstage. Are you telling that his gimmick sucks? <laughs> Just say, say, look, yeah, if you had a decent enough gimmick, I put you out there against JT Smith. But oh. because you don't, you go out there to Taz and he's going to destroy you. Taz is gonna kill you. So before the match, uh, Belafonte grabs the mic and says he hates everything and he is the toughest thing in ECW. Prove him wrong. Prove him wrong. Uh, easy work for Tab. He, uh, Taz. It's why I keep saying everything wrong. He grabs a mic, calls out 911. <laughs> Todd Gordon comes out and says, 911 um, doesn't want to wrestle him and has left the building. <laughs> 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 is, this, is this basically that 911 has gone now? Even though I said it like Yeah, I think ago. so. This is, I think this is them publicly humiliating 911 and saying, he used to be the baddest motherfucker. This guy is now the baddest motherfucker and he wants no part of it. Pretty much. That, that's the way that I, I took from this because I just thought it was such a public humiliation of like, 911 wants no part of you. He's left yeah. the building so he doesn't have to I face don't know you. why. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it was just an absolute burial of, of this monster who's been on a rampage and they've just kind of gone, nope. Scared as shit are you? He's run away. Yeah, he's proper gone. He is. Um, so, so, so he's left the building. <laughs> so he wants no part of him. Um, so we get Fonzie and Todd. Yeah, so he again. grabs the mic, calls out a Bill. A Fonzie grabs that mic, calls out Bill. They get in the mic. Uh, Gordon gets like smashed again. Then starts to get the upper hand. Taz gets in, sort of attacks him, and bam, and Bigelow appears out of nowhere, making his ECW debut. Bam, bam. Which can I say is a lot earlier than I thought it was? Yeah, well, you know, I thought that the same, and I looked. <laughs> he, only just, he only headlined WrestleMania, literally. Like, what would it be like ten months earlier? Yeah, but yeah, apparently, yeah, um, for, bam, falling bam, out had with a weird click, career. He fell out with a click, um, which is why he left. Which is same as Shane Douglas, and soon to be Candido, I guess. Which is uh, one of the reasons that when Scott Hall was coming in, there was a lot of conversation about whether he comes in. 
Yeah. And he literally got to do one match and they kicked him out. The triple threat did Those kind three. of square up to him on, on the the first first night there and kind of uh, tell him that it's not the same. Um, uh, I thought that Bam Bam coming out for the save was a huge upgrade on 911. Yeah, massively. I mean, he's got the star power. Um, he's got the height, but everyone knows he's got the ability. So, yeah. He doesn't look knackered after he doesn't, I think, which is or a positive. Or walk into the ring. So that happens. <laughs> That's a tense feud that happens. I think 97, maybe. Um, the Headhunters are back. They are back with a new manager. A new so, manager and valet. Uh, Paul, you were um, back in the, the, the 19th century when uh, Damien Kane and Lady Alexandra uh, graced us with their debut uh, with the bad crew at the time. Oh. Um, so you have missed out on our conversations about Damien Kane and Lady Alex- Alexandra um, and the bad crew. Um, so would be interested in your initial opinion on Damien Kane and Lady Alexandra. Uh, initial opinion is um, they, they, they just don't fit in with the world that they're in. They, they, I felt like they could be good if it was in the NWA or something. I felt they'd be good, but turning up in ECW, they kind of felt like they were destined for failure and, and probably bottles thrown at them. I mean, I still, with both of them, uh, which is exactly what I thought at the time, I, I feel that they're, they're too gimmick. They're, they just feel exactly. like, um, you know, they they almost went through um, like the box of gimmicks and kind of like, and I'll do this, and I'll do that, and I'll do this, and I'll do that. I'm going to slick back my hair, woman. Uh, so yeah, but it looks like the bad crew have been replaced with the headhunters. They have been dumped by the looks of things for the Yay. headhunters. Unless, and... of course, it's it's he's just building this um, weird tag team group like uh, Jason did, where they all um, have the titles and building that tag don't team get a title division. Where is Jason? He doesn't. He's not on the show at all. He's buying a suit. Uh, Scouting for talent. Uh, yeah, so Headhunters versus Mr. The Best Thing I Ever Did Was Leave My Fucking Tag Team Partner, Axel Rotten. The Bad Breed. Yep, and El Puerto Rico Nero. The Bad Axel. Yeah, this, this poor kid just gets beaten up every week. He does. I just think Axel's having a nightmare at the moment. He left his partner, claimed about these amazing matches that no one saw. And now he's in an awful tag team. That makes no sense. When he should be in WCW is the nasty boy's cousin. But, I mean, it's, it's one better than the last time we saw him in a tag team because he actually managed to get through this match without his tag team partner beating him up and uh, costing him the match and labelling him. This is true. Which was JT Smith. Oh, JT. What a man. Um, yeah, headhunters generally look good. I think they look more agile than last time, which is weird because they're rather large men. Um, they dominated them. Good showing. Yeah, what happened to Axel? <laughs> He'll come good. It's just not his time yet. Hey, he's still over. The crowd go mental whenever he gives some offense. Um, I, I just the only thing mental. was the finish where the only thing was the finish where <laughs> he could at least got in the ring and like broke up the pin. I just felt he was just a bit. Yeah, we ain't gonna win this. 
<laughs> yeah. There was no attempt. Like, from all the other breakups, I thought, he's right there. At least have the headhunters hit him out, hit him to the outside to kind of make it a little bit more feasible. I never kind of... Didn't want suppose, it, did he? So, are, are they the... Is he a heel? Is he a face? Mm. Oh, I we've see. given up playing that game. Everything's grey now. I, see I know, playing that. like bloody sniffle fart. <laughs> we've evolved. We've evolved. <laughs> I thought uh, you said with a vowel. I was trying to work out why you brought a vowel in to play sniffle fart. It's with a bowl. <laughs> you got a cough or fart in a bowl, but you got to guess what it was. That's a different show to go. <laughs> I got confused again. Well, is this not Thursday? <laughs> Um, ECW Tag Team Title Championship match Eliminators versus the current champions Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck uh, with Raven um, I love Mikey and Waven's little um, Waven Raven's little Waven. relationship Mikey and Waven Mikey Waven. and Waven got a lovely little relationship um, you know I think they're, they're great I, I love Raven's little sort of tidbits like sort of pushing him and staring at him like a piece of shit and it's nice <laughs> I just enjoyed it. Um, the match itself, everything you expect, sort of back and forth. Um, just that of, whole st- story that yeah, Cactus Jack just don't like how Mikey's fighting. Really, yeah, it sort of it comes to the end where basically Cactus in full control goes outside, randomly grabs a bottle, smashes it against the post, and goes into kill um, the Eliminators. <laughs> And or eliminates like, them, if you oh. will. And Mikey's like, hey, what are you doing? And end up getting hit in the heads, hit with total elimination, and loses. It's nasty. It looked like a nasty total elimination. He was totally well. eliminated. Hashtag and new. Raven then attacks Mikey after the match. Cactus throws Raven down. And everything. he jokes around. And he looks back and beats up Mikey as well. And they double team Mikey, and Mikey's fucks. How how longer do we have Cactus Jack? Weeks. Yeah, it's got to be, yeah. Weeks. He wants to strut his way out of the ECW. <laughs> um, France. Yeah, so um, it, oh. it's it's uh, it, it's lucky for the Eliminators that they've only had one attempted murder for the evening. I think that's a good idea. You know, it could have been so much worse if they had more than one attempted murder for the evening. So the fact that Mikey stopped the bottle being smashed and and, and the attempted murder on the Eliminators is a good thing. And I hope they have a restful and peaceful evening for the rest of it. Oh, that's nice. Francine then comes out and talks about the Eliminate, talks to the Eliminators in the ring, says, men with gold, turns are on, and they're a better team. As a setup, the pit bulls are back. And they wrap chains around Santa's neck. And choke him, and then Francine cuts his hair, and shows mm. him that she has cut his hair. Yeah, he hair, hair. But we will get to that. Uh, oh, this is a bit where I a little, a little sort of bit with um, Joey Styles here. He was in the ring, and so he's mm. out of the ring, and he's back on commentary. And so he's out of commentary doing backstage interview all in the space of like three minutes. Yeah. And I just felt 
Where is this man moving around so fast? How is it even possible? <laughs> He's literally out of the ring and straight on commentary again, then off commentary, finishing a sentence and straight out of the back talking to people and back in commentary and... Don't it's a hard, it's a hard job. Com- solo commentators needs a wireless mic. Um, gangsters then do a little promo where they call out the champs and smash a bowl because they're proper hard. I found this weird, weirdly placed, seeing as they've got a match. Their eyes should be on Too Cold and Sandman. Yeah, it's weirdly For... placed because basically they're sort of stuck in this weird bit of no feud. At the moment, yeah. and they're obviously great, and they have got promos, but they're cutting a promo on like no one. So, that's it. The bold thing, it, it was cool, but it would have been better well, if it was actually done with purpose. Yeah, so they're cutting a promo on the pit bulls because, um, no, because the eliminators are the champs. So they're cutting the promo on the pit bulls because they're the ones who cost the pit bulls the championship match, and so therefore the pit bulls should look at them and not worry about the eliminators, even though the eliminators are the champs. So everyone oh, of should be looking at the champs, isn't there? Just won it. So confusing. And then all of that. So they're cutting a promo on the pit bulls about the eliminators when they're going to be facing Sandman and Too Cold. Although Sandman later is going to be attempted to be talked out of a match, which is... isn't with the gangsters. Yeah, so... Cool. Cool. Then got Tommy Dreamer and Shane Douglas um, versus the Ravens Nest, Raven and Stevie Richards. Stevie and me have danced this before. Um, I love the edit of the old Douglas Dreamer music. I thought it was pretty good. I couldn't repeat it to you. I just remember at the time thinking, this is getting better. I'm actually enjoying this. So um, my Drew... two very favorite knockoff songs come on later, and I'll tell you about them when we get there. Not long now. Uh, but no, I loved this match. And I loved, for me, the bit that I really loved on this, and I know I'm jumping quite into the middle of the match, but um, uh, Stevie's in the ring, franchise gets tagged in, Stevie stops the match to change T-shirts and puts on a Razor Ramon T-shirt. Yeah, that was, um... <laughs> that was saying. There we go. You can still buy that T-shirt. You can. It's back on sale. You can buy Stevie's version of that T-shirt. Oh. Just Um, cast leaves off. Yeah, I can't lie. This match really did nothing for me. I I liked the match. I didn't like the ending because it's the usual and then everyone runs in. I thought it was clever about getting the Blue Meanie to kind of do his kind of somersault like yeah because obviously he he just doesn't know that the wrong person's like on the mat if that makes sense I've got to say going back to the Razor t-shirt bit I understand Shay Douglas being annoyed because of all the inside things Tommy Dream was slightly overreacted to it though (laughs) he just really felt for his partner where did his hate for Razor come from? He like ripping it off and sort of wiping on his ass and just hold <laughs> chill out, Tommy. But we never even met the man. Ah. Um, yeah, Sandman. Everyone fights. Sandman takes out the ref. Um, yeah, Tommy and Shane win. It's about it, really, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, moving on to the WWA World Welterweight Championship match. Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Juventud Guerrera. I always thought in Mexico, marks were like pretty sort of sacred. I didn't realise they ever changed them. But this is Hoovy with a mop on his head. <laughs> in a slightly um, less impressive mask that he has in the future, you know, like WCW days and somewhat. So Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming this is kind of like, um, maybe it's like New Japan with the Young Lions where you have to wear like black to start with and you can start adding colour and, uh, you know, additional elements as you progress through the dojo and progress through your career. So maybe this is his kind of like starter ma- mask. And then as he goes on, he can actually, you know, start, like, getting decent-looking masks. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those where you sort of look back and you find out who of you is only, like, 16 or something ridiculous. He must be fairly young. I mean, so. Ray here was 19, was it? Yeah, so it must be about the same. I wouldn't be surprised if he was, like, ridiculously young when this match happened. Um, that being said, it was a fun match. Enjoyed it exactly the kind of thing you expect from him. Obviously, psychosis in is in WCW now, so that's happening. So that's why Hoovy is here shortly to be followed by these two. Um, yeah, decent, yeah, same sort of thing. Crazy spots. Ray picks up the win and retains the title. Yeah, a bit too many Hurricane Ranas for my liking, but yeah, I get, I get that. That's all the that's all the rage back then. That's the thing. It's one of those. There's not really a lot you can sort of add no. to it, is there? No, I mean, uh, you know, barring kind of stopping in the middle of the match to have a game of Pictionary or something, I don't really know how you change it up from this extreme lucha style that they've kind of created. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the first six one nine, but I'm guessing that may be WCW days. No, it's WWE. It doesn't do it to WWE. No, this is WWE finisher. Oh, wow. I'm still does waiting he not, for tattoos uh, as well. Does he not do uh, it as a, any kind of transitional move? In, in I think he does. Not, not on a regular thing, I'm pretty it sure. It doesn't jump out at me, but... I'm sure it's just WWE. Um, yeah, Stevie's in the ring, talks to Sandman, tries to get him to back out of his title match. Sandman said he never backs down from a fight. Yo. Stevie's is going to Stevie kick him. Meanie talks on the mic, translated to he wants a Stevie kick him. And um, Sam and basically canes both of them. Yo. <laughs> Did you actually understand anything that Meanie said on the mic? No. <laughs> Yo. Are you meant to? I don't know. We formed a sentence and Stevie was like, that's a great idea. You do it. So I thought maybe... He said, "Oh, want Stevie kick him. But yeah. Think, yeah, there was something there about that. But yeah, I have no idea. This goes on to disappointment as Raven <laughs> rushes to the ring, annoyed that Stevie obviously has got Meanie flattened. Stevie then sort of goes on to say he's got a, I'm not sure if it's sexual harassment, was it, against Missy Hyatt for kissing sexual him? Sexual harassment, yep. Kissing him a couple of months ago. Yeah. She gets in the ring and she's all just like, yeah, whatever, you know, you loved it. And then Raven's just like, you can have me. Even though wasn't she looking for Raven and desperate yeah, to meet Raven? Yeah, she was Raven? 
or an ex-girlfriend of Raven or something. Yeah, there was something about, and he was. Didn't she kiss? She kissed Evie to be able to get to Raven. Yeah, and oh, Raven yeah. was sort of swerving her. Yeah, because he was at a concert getting drunk for four weeks, which is why uh, Beulah yeah. ended up going off with Tommy. Spice, Spice World tour. Spice World's just new album, wasn't it? I think. Uh-oh. Raven, I love you. Something like that. I swear. Yeah, I <laughs> oh. That should be the new way to end the show. Just take popular songs, but insert ECW characters into it. <laughs> Doesn't have to be long. Just has to be right. Um, yes, yeah, so that happens, and then Missy sort of does her usual, like, "Yeah, you love it." Kind of amazing. Sandman comes out, and she ends up with a Sandman somehow. Well, yeah, sharing a cigarette with him. Boom, 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 boom. And that's the last I, time we I see actually expected, I actually expected Sandman to Kana, but um, yeah, never happened. Yes, next match, we have the match that Griff has been waiting for. JT Smith is on his way to the <sighs> ring um, to fight but, 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 Bubbery Dudley. My notes simply say boring and pointless. Yes, let's move on. Uh, JT Smith is, uh, so th- i got to say, not. this is my, no, we're not moving on. i got stuff. Um, I, I got a lot of stuff on this. Strap Get in, kids. It, here we go. Um, so, so JT Smith and Bubba Ray yes. uh, might have my two favourite knockoffs because I know that at the time, uh, for a while now, you were saying that JT Smith came out to the Rocky theme. Yeah. And this one is obviously a knockoff of the Rocky theme. So I don't know if he'd always come out with the Rocky theme or this was his music kind of from here on. It's the Rocky theme. He's known as the Italian Stallion. So they've, they've really played up the Rocky kind of link to it. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very weird kind of um, knockoff of the Rocky theme. It's, it's, you know, almost as if you've requested a piano bar or something and they're playing it. But I, I quite liked it. I quite liked the Rocky theme. And then uh, Bubba comes out and that's my, my other favourite knockoff song of the, the Highway to Hell style version where they play like you know three quarters of the chords of highway to hell um so uh yeah i mean the match wasn't anything great but what it did do for me was drag me down a dudley pothole i went down the dudley rabbit hole and 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 started looking at where everyone was because i um i wondered whether we had finally seen the last of Dudley Dudley because he's not been out for a little while. And the answer is we have. Dudley Dudley has finished and he's gone on. Um, So I was reading about Dudley Dudley and and what he did and where he went and what happened. And then I was reading about Snot Dudley, who was there for a minute, was the second Dudley brother, um, and then left because of a jet ski accident. Mm. Um, And uh, Snot Dudley... um, actually recovered from the broken pelvis he got from his jet ski accident and started um, a Dudley tag team on the Indies um, with um, Schmucky Dudley. Well, it's their family name. Of course they can keep it. And he also reappeared on ECW under a different gimmick. Oh. So in a version of this, he appears and loses to Gene Snitsky 
on ECW on Sci-Fi as Mikey Deeks. Oh, Snitsky. That's a name from the past. Wow, so he and returns his, to future ECW. He does. To WWECW. Um, and he started in Smoky Mountain. Um, he was part of a tag team um, called Fire and Brimstone. He was under a mask and he was called Fire. Um, and whilst in uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, he was in a two-piece glam metal band. Uh, he was the guitarist and the bassist of this band was Chris Jericho. No way. So Snot Dudley and Chris Jericho were in a glam metal band when they were both in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Oh, so he's not part of Fozzy then? He, he was before Fozzy. Fozzy was no. not Chris Jericho's first band. That's like a real band, was. not just like an angle. Slipper, no, they, they, they were feuding on um, TV because Jericho was in the Thrill Seekers with Lance, Lance Storm. Storm. Yeah. Um, and them and the Rock and Roll Express and the Gangsters and um, his team were, were all feuding. Uh, so outside of that, they spent their evenings as a band called Slippery Nipple. Oh, uh, the two of them. Um, so Snot Dudley, who is like this this tiny little afterthought in in the the Dudley family, has quite a few weird links, and then that led me on to Chubby Dudley. Jesus, this he doesn't is actually wrestle for another month or so. I'm ready, um, but we've already seen him wrestle. As much as Chubby Dudley does not wrestle for another month or so, we have already seen him wrestle. We have no, reviewed match, have we? we have reviewed one of his matches previously on ECW. Oh, the lumberjack. No, no way. Chubby oh, Dudley. Lumberjack. Oh. No, he wasn't the lumberjack. Oh. He was, however, Easy Rider from the Hell Riders, him and HD Rider who had a match with the Super Destroyers back in Eastern Championship Wrestling. Oh. oh. Jesus Christ. This is tremendous. Who else we got? What happened to Bubba Ray Dudley? Nothing. Oh. Comes out of wrestling. Dudley? What about dancing with Dudley? Peacock <laughs> Dudley. <laughs> 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 You're obsessed. <laughs> what about Sign Guy Dudley? He does all right. Sign Guy Dudley's backstory is that Daddy Dudley spent some time in an asylum, and that's why Sign Guy was conceived. Oh. So there. So, yeah, JT Smith loses. Uh, loses. With great theme music. Right, going on to Sabri versus Misty Hughes. Um, surprisingly better than what I expected, but nonetheless, wouldn't want to see it again. I'm assuming this is one of Mr. Hughes's last matches. You thought that two fucking years ago. I did. I'm hoping. I'm so hoping. Let's just because set plans Mr. Out, right? Hughes just no sold huge amounts of Hugely. Sabu's stuff <laughs> to the point where, so, I mean, you know, Mr. Hughes obviously gets a little bit pissed off because Sabu fairly early in the match actually manages to break his glasses. We took the other thing then. Yeah. Just think about it. Jake never broke his sunglasses. 
he might have done when he was American Badass. It took him ages to come out at that time. Oh, the Iron Man even, fucked it. even the American Badass wouldn't have broken the Roughneck sunglasses. Do you oh. remember that? When he returned in the Triple H rock one, and he came out too late and sort of fucked up the whole finish. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Sorry, so anyway. he's got no glasses and he's all yep. sabooed. And then Sabu's kind of doing the Sabu stuff. Um, puts him through a table, jumps over the top rope, puts him through a table. And Mr. Hughes gets up before Sabu, up in the ring and on his feet. He beat Lex Luger once. He did. Not going to lose to anyone. No, nope. he lost and- to Mr. Perfect by the qualification in the '93 King of the Ring. There you go. Had a very dodgy kick out at the very end. Um, you know, so it was kind of three, but wasn't quite three, and then got up straight away afterwards. Just it just didn't sell any of Sabu's shit. It was yeah, so I I, I feel that this might be because I know that the, the argument with Hughes is that um he he doesn't feel he should be doing the jobs for people. Well there was a seems bit to be before, I don't know if it's around this time or when it was early. But I know he allegedly fell out because it fell out because he wouldn't want to lose to Taz. But then if that was first time round. But yeah, that was his thing apparently. <clears throat> Somewhere I yeah. read that Somewhere. Um take, Was that some... him or was that was that nine one one? I thought it was him. I thought nine one one, his whole thing was he wanted to be world champion, he wanted to wrestle because the crowd liked him and they were like, You're shit, but we can protect you like this. And he said, no, let me do it. So they kind of let him go out there and up embarrass himself and they got rid of him. Hmm. Because he kept pushing with Zank and they were like, no. And he started to believe his own hype and thought he was a megastar or something. I think, I can't remember where I heard that one. It was one of those shoots. Uh, main event time, Sandman and two cold Scorpio. Um, the two Sandy Manny Scorpios. Versus the Gangsters, New Jack and Mustafa. This match is everything you expected to be. It's pure carnage. It is. I mean, if you think about the parks that you used to have picnics in when you were a child and how nicely laid out they are, that's pretty much the, the how the ring starts, just like random shit it's everywhere. I'll well, take you down a nice memory there. Huh. Um, with, with, with my soothing voice. Um yeah, it's it, it. I mean, New Jack comes out and empties a ton of shit over the ring, um, and then uses every single bit to hit people with. Yeah, the yeah. match didn't really do much for me. If I'm honest, <sighs> yeah. If I'm honest, this card I felt really weird because I felt like it started strong. I enjoyed it and I started to fade away. Yeah. I find it really weird that this was the main event. I find it really weird that Raven didn't defend his title. I find it weird that well after he... Sandman didn't get talked out of the match to defend his title. I felt it weird that the yeah. tag team title match wasn't the main event. Yeah, and, yeah, and I and I felt because that had great storytelling the um, tag team title match, and this just felt like I don't know. It felt like I know it's not the public enemy against the gangsters, but it kind of is just different opponents, and it was just carnage and. You gotta let them yeah, go. They're gone. No, I'm not saying that. It just kind of was like they're gone. Yeah. Gotta let them go. Yeah. It it just didn't end on a high for me. Yeah. No, it was a. It was a. It was a. I mean, it wasn't 
any real kind of special kind of match, just the random stuff. Um, the finish after everyone gets hit with everything and everything and everything is that Scorpio sprays hairspray into the eyes of Mustafa, and that's enough to pin him. Um, and I think, I, th- I think, thinking about it, that's probably why this was the main event because Sod tidying the ring up after this. I'm just yeah. guessing it's such a mess. Like, yeah, would you t- just 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 go out there and do whatever because we can't wrestle on that ring after you guys go out, so you can be in the main event. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Which is where we found ourselves with a um, uh, Tommy Dreamer and Raven match, wasn't it? The other the other week, same sort of logic. Yeah, yeah, and like in in recent in recent like news, where I um, Moxley and um, Omega were the main event because he obviously tore up the ring. None of those names mean anything to me because I'm in 1996. Oof. Oh, they will. Oh, they will. They will. Six stars. Will they? Will they? Nah. Um, so what episodes were we looking at in the hardcore TV? So um, just to finish this off, so Sandman's beaten to absolute shit. Um, so he is brought back to life magically um, by... Uh, cigarette. Uh, Scorpio puts a cigarette in his mouth. They, get up, they start dancing. Um, so it's, it's very strange that I, I still have this weird kind of thing. So this is a very 90s crowd. Um, and we've talked a lot about, you know, sensibilities of 2019 and 1990s. They are a crowd that is um, quite sexist at points, quite homophobic at points. Um, and what's interesting to me is this is, this real kind of like bromance thing going on between um, Two Cold Scorpio and uh, and the Sandman, um, which the crowd seem to to be eating up rather than realizing it's quite yeah quite homoerotic really. <laughs> so it's just funny to watch for me. Yeah. From the silence, I think I'm getting the I'm the only one that's picking up these vibes. <laughs> I just saw him dance. I just saw a little dance. And... Well, so uh, about a month ago, the person whose responsibility it was to light his cigarette, put it in his mouth, pour the beer into his mouth, pick him up, hug him, make sure he was all right, was woman. Yeah. And now that's all with Two Cold Scorpio. And the, the, the crowd go off, the show goes off the air with Two Cold Scorpio and uh, Sandman dancing in the ring together after he's poured poured beer in his mouth and, and brought him back to life and, and they've hugged. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. All right. It's the February. It's February. I can't remember what I was going to say now. Where are you going to uh, agree? No. Then I don't care. <laughs> um, what episodes was it? How many was it you're looking at? We're looking at the next two. So the 6th of February and the 13th of February. So is that 40, 146 and 147? Okay. Yeah, so basically episode 146, we get a short promo by Raven. We get Ray Mysterio versus Hoovy. 
promo by Cactus Jack and Mikey. Yeah, so the promo from Cactus Jack and so the Raven promo is him saying he he, he knows what's important to him now, um, and it's it's led to believe that it's meant he's going to to say it's his new girlfriend, but shockingly that's not what he says. He says it's uh, the ECW title. Um, the promo between Jack and Mikey, um, I thought was really really good, and I thought it added a lot to uh, their match which comes up after this, which is exactly the match we've just watched. Because yeah. whereas the match had you believe that it was a miscommunication and then it all just kind of went over, this actually starts laying the groundwork. So it starts with Cactus Jack with a um, Mr. Potato Head. And he's reliving um, the, uh, the, the, the night in Germany between him and... Um, uh, Vader and he's talking about Vader with the clothesline and his head's caught up in the ropes and oh my god his head's caught up in the ropes and his ears call come off he's lost his ear um, and he yeah just kind of goes through and he goes he's, he'll never wear glasses but he's hardcore um, so it was quite funny just to kind of have that bit um, and then he, he goes through some things about you know Mikey and them being a team and you know would, would Mikey kill for Cactus and, and Mikey thinks about it and says that he might um, and uh, Cactus says you know just imagine it just imagine you and me um, Madison Square, Square Gardens uh, Mikey and Cactus versus the Smoking Guns I can get us different tag team titles um, and Mikey's just like I quite like it here um, so it's building up the whole kind of I want us to go. I've got I've got us this opportunity. I've got us this money. I've got us this chance. I want us to go. Come on, this is our chance to get out of this and to stop being hardcore and and go and do this. And Mikey's like, no, nah, I'm right. So it kind of builds to the the frustration of uh, Mr. Jack, um, and and the turn that comes in the match that we then see next. So I felt it really was missing from the the special, and think it really did add something to uh, uh, to this. Yeah, but this is what we were saying about the specials: how they're just a bunch of random sort of matches, rather yeah. than obviously. I know obviously it's not pay per view, so it's a different sort of feel. But that's basically what it feels like: it's just a collection of you know decent matches so you don't get the backstage and the things that you need to really set the scene yeah and it's very weird because neither really work for me in the context that they are so the matches for me um the way that they chop them onto tv doesn't have like that that flow although i did notice that more with the uh house party than I did with this one. Mm. Um, so the TV kind of warps the, the, the special, if you want, but the special doesn't have the flow that the TV, because they can't tell the stories around it in the same sort of way. Um, yeah. So it's, it's very weird. I think you, have to, you do have to kind of watch all of it to try and get the best out of it, which is quite long. <sighs> That's that's the thing, isn't it? You just it's almost <laughs> needs to be put together. 
Um, so yeah, Mikey obviously eliminated his match, eliminated his new tag team champions. We then get an interview with Eliminators and Francine. People attack the Eliminators. It's all been seen. We then yeah, get Gangster Primer again. Exactly. We then get the Gangsters, uh, Tommy and Bueller, Cactus and yes. Raven. So physical pain is not is um, not the same as um, emotional pain. Um, and he's uh, he's ready to to take the fight to Raven and blah blah blah. And as he's doing this, he's got a candle and he's dripping hot wax down his arm because apparently that's hardcore. Um, and Beulah, being the freak that she is, is saying about uh, how she loves it when um, uh, Tommy uses the wax. I was trying to figure out if that was actually his hand or he was using like a fake hand. You think they they've got money for fake hands in? ECW. I just think like I know that like, he's supposed to be hardcore, but nah, not having it. Yeah, not today, not today, Tommy, not today. <laughs> um, Cactus and Raven, Pro Mikey. Yeah, so um, uh, Cactus Jack talking about his frustrations with Mikey. Um, you know, he gave him a cassette. Um, and said, you know, listen to these lyrics. They'll they'll make you understand. They'll they'll bring you through. They'll they'll show you, and they'll empower you to do stuff. Um, and Mikey said, "Who is Leonard Cohen?" And put in Ozzy Osbourne instead, who Cactus, as a father, uh, couldn't condone. Um, he then, you know, Cactus when they rode together, he paid the tolls. He paid all the the the, the money on things because, uh, you know, Mikey didn't have any money. Um, but whenever he gave. Uh, Mikey money to go and get food Mikey would come back with Doritos um, and Cactus Jack was really insulted by this because um, apparently he has an eating disorder um, and then it cuts to, to Mikey just going Doritos? Eating disorder? What the f- what? Um, and uh, basically uh, Jack says that um, he had uh, he, he, he'd done a deal with Uncle Vince um, and he, Vince had said uh, to bring him uh, Mikey. And uh, he had told Vince that he would bring Mikey with him. I love Doritos. You do, didn't you? I know. You got, you, Paul bought me a Dorito shirt once. I still have it. Oh, oh. That's a story. Don't you. Doritos. So, franchise next. Yeah, franchise, love a little promo. Yeah, says he's back and laughs. Next. Hey, JT Smith, skip. <laughs> the Taz and Bill Alfonso. I hate you, I hate you. Uh, Pitbulls yeah, he's, he's, he's going to dump people under the head. Pitbulls and Francine, yeah. Raven again. Yeah, he's found hey, out what's hey, important hey. to him. Too Cold was bizarre. So Too Cold was all about, you know, Kissing and you know the the lips of his girl and how uh, you know he's he's you know her lips her lips her lips and I was really expecting Sandman to walk through for all of the points that I was raising before but it's his TV title um, and he said that you know when you got the hose you don't necessarily get the gold but now you've got the gold you get all of the hose um, and finally uh, the eliminators with the famous loved this yeah this bit. S- Saturn, the next but... one, the, the next one on the thirteenth, I hated, but this one, yeah. Um, yeah. So this was 
meant to be straight after he had been choked out and his hair cut off and shown to him. Um, and it's him with like barber clippers, just shaving chunks of his head. And as, he, as he's doing it, all he's sitting there kind of going is, do you think I care that you cut my hair? Do you think do you- I care that you choked me to nearly to death? And just has this list of, you know, do you think I care? Do you think I care? The only thing I care about is being the champion. Um, so I, I really like that. And then Cronus slightly. But um, I thought it was a really, like, intense promo from Saturn. Um, so I was a big fan hmm, of it. I think he did care. He cared a little bit. More than he let on. Then episode 147. I don't have any notes for this, so I don't know if you just want to run it down quickly. Literally, only the first minute is worth saying because the rest of it is all um, Big Apple Blizzard. And it's just... Blast. Big Apple Blast, sorry. I forgot about my dream. No, Blizzard Blast. Blizzard Blast. Um, and it's just basically... Yeah, he's pretty much finished his haircut. Yeah. Um, staring at the belt, cutting his hair, um, and then we have everything that we've already seen. Uh, a lot of the Raven and um, uh, the Raven stuff, the Stevie stuff, the Sandman stuff, the Sandman and Scorpio stuff. Hmm. It was all the same. Yeah, all the same. All the same. Oh, and over on Nitro, uh, Conan's the United States champion. Oh. So there you go, he won the belt beat um one man gang at what was it called? I think it was Big Apple Blizzard. No, it was Blast. a main event on February the fourth. Ugh, what a shit title. When it could be called Big Apple Blizzard Blast. So he beat um yeah, and he's the um, US champ. So his run there has already been far superior to his ECW runs, I thought that was interesting. And Road Warriors returned as well in the main event against Sting Alex Luke for tag team titles. What a rush. What Lots a rush. ECW names turning up on WCW. This is why I'm keeping just a little bit of tabs on it. I think next week on Nitro, which might be worth a look, is I think Public Enemy take on the Steiner Brothers. Steiner Brothers. I'll, I'll double check that. In For the first time ever. In yeah, and they've also got um, a no holds barred match against um, Nasty Boys coming up in a couple of weeks. So, some of these might be worth watching out. Yeah, the cousin. Just keep an eye on what the hell PE you're doing. Um, thank you very much for listening. This has been ReCW. Obviously, my name is Paul. You can check us out on social media at underscore sports arena on Instagram or Twitter. We also have lovely t-shirts and merchandise over on azazzle.co.uk or .com. This is that little funky bit of the show where I disappear and Jay says his thing and Griff does his thing. So, see you next week. Uh, That is exactly how it happens. I say my thing, Griff says his thing, we go away and you live your life for another week waiting for us to come back. Um, Zazzle.com, keep an eye. Um, My spies tell me there might be some more t-shirt designs coming up anytime soon, so definitely worth checking out because they're very cool. Um, So it is that point where I uh, get Griff to do a spoken word version of something that has inspired me in the show that we have just watched. Um, and there was a lot. There was obviously lots of stuff I could take um, my 
my inspiration from from the big Apple Blizzard blast. Um, uh, but uh, I decided that I was going to stick on a theme of uh, one of my favourite knockoff songs. Um, my two favourite knockoff songs, as you would have heard, are the Highway to Hell remix, uh, which I believe I've already got Griff to do Highway to Hell. Mm. Um, and then the other one, which is the Rocky theme for JT Smith. And the Rocky theme uh, doesn't have lyrics. So um, I decided to riff off that slightly, a riff for Griff. And I decided if you're going to talk about Rocky, you have to talk about being a survivor with the eye of the tiger. From Rocky Free, sorry I had to say that. Naden. Rising up back on the street, did my time, took my chances, went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. So many times it happens too fast. You trade your passion for glory. Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past. You must fight just to keep them alive. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rival. Mm. And the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night. And he's watching us all with the eye of the tiger. Face to face, out in the heat. Hanging tough, staying hungry. They stack the odds until we take to the street for the kill with the skill to survive. To eliminate. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the dream of the fight. It's the dream of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rival. And the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night. And he's watched us all with the eye of... The tiger. Dun, dun, dun. 